Hi, everyone, and welcome to episode 121 of the Holding Court podcast. Today, we are so happy to be back, and we have so much to catch you up on. We'll chat about our new destination, a scary travel incident we recently had, and discuss a hot topic regarding fundraising. All coming up right now on Holding Court. We're back. Your favorite line. And we are I back. And I took it from you. I don't know what happened, but when you brought me in, like my camera froze and it was on like a really weird face. So <laughs> I don't know what that's going to be on there. It was. It made, I almost stopped and pulled you off the broadcast. But oh, we have to keep going. Yeah. Show must go on. It really does. Um, we're back. We had a break. It was actually perfectly in line with the off season. Um, I don't think it was intentional. I think the off season just kind of happened and got away from us. And then there was every intention in the world to come on and do an episode, but we were just everywhere and in between. And we saw the tens and tens of messages for us to come back. So don't think we didn't feel that love for the last couple months, but it feels right to start it up with a new season and catch everyone up on what we've been doing. Yeah. It was kind of an unorthodox off season for us. We weren't, you know, we went, we didn't really have a home base this off season. I, I feel like we were little nomads. We were nomads. We were <laughs> all over the place and it was just, Honestly, it was a nice little break from the pod. I think everyone was uh, not just the tens and tens of messages, but a lot of people in person were asking what's I going know. on. So uh, happy to be back. I'm happy to be still be a guest. Um, I'm glad you didn't kick me off here. Against all odds, new. baby. You're yeah, still but we'll, here. See, we'll see what happens. It's only it's only the first one of the season. So I know Justin wants me to start calling the podcast in terms of seasons. Uh, I don't know if it's too late for that. Can you have a season when you're four years in? I don't know, but maybe this is season two and then everything. Because <laughs> honestly, I feel like since 2020, everything is kind of a little jumbled together. So maybe we just tuck that away as season one and this is now season two. So welcome. We're glad to have you on season two. <laughs> no? I think I think for our new listeners, okay. it would be helpful for them to have it like the 2020 episodes be season one, the okay. 2021 episodes be season two. That way they kind of have an understanding and time frame. And if they want to go back and listen to anything, they know exactly what season it is. And I think it just helps us because we do like to take that little break in the off season and there's always a start and there's always a finish to the season. So that's well, true. I don't know. I don't know. Well, maybe we just go year round and don't stop this time. They are numbered. So, but there are a lot of people that started, I I feel like I talked about this before, but they started with the COVID episodes and they're reliving like what a wild time that was. So it is always funny when people like, uh, I started listening during the season and I was current and then I went back and what a wild ride (laughs) that was. So season two, holding court, new logo. You call it season two. I'm calling it season five. Yes, we have a new logo. Season Can't five. wait. This is our fifth year doing this podcast. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> yeah. That's hard. That that 
is tough for me to wrap my my brain around. I know. Five years. Time is a thief. Yeah. But we're here. I don't. I wouldn't describe it as a thief. Like these are good times. No, they're good times. But I mean, time goes by really fast, and I think everyone always talks about that when you're younger and you just have no right. concept of it. And then now, I got you. Yeah, it's wild. The years are flying, baby. <laughs> yeah, they are. Uh, I think something that people probably miss the most was our. We usually start the show, and I usually complain about something that you've done. <laughs> and so I just want to start the episode with something that you've done that I want people to give their feedback on. And do you know what it's going to be? I have an idea. You can pick from so many things. I know. A we, laundry list of offenses. We haven't done an episode in a couple of months, so I'm sure there's there was plenty to choose from. Okay. I did have to draw it out of a hat. But, okay. So hear me out. Draw it out of a hat. Jeez. I don't watch a lot of... It is a known fact. I watch game shows and a little sprinkle of reality TV and true crime. I don't follow a lot of series of TV shows. I... I don't know why. What's the look? Am I oh, lying to people? I watch a lot of game shows. That is not a lot. A sprinkle of reality TV. I There's mean, more we of have a sprinkle. Married at first sight. We have Beverly Hills Housewives. We have Orange That's a County Housewives. We have. There's the list goes on. You watch a lot of. Those are the only two. That's three. What? How many housewives did you name? What cities? Beverly and Orange County. Yeah, but they don't. They're not. Um, they don't happen at the same time. Okay. So it's almost like a continuation just housewives in general okay, okay. but the I guess volume i guess the, that's a sprinkle a vo- very big sprinkles cupcake atm the volume yeah. of game shows i watch if that's the sunday like the ice cream in the bowl the reality is the sprinkles well i would say you watch more game shows though when you're with your sister like that's literally all you guys do is watch game shows when you're together that's true i've seen every we have to, we don't, I don't think we have time today, but there is a new favorite game show that I will be telling everyone about next week. I will write it down because this thing is a treasure and I'm sad there's only 12 episodes and I'll share it next week. But back to the watching a series. So Justin, we already know that he watched, what was that show that you watched? Ted Lasso. Yeah. I don't even remember the name because I was left out. So we were kind of watching it. Well, Justin started it, I think, was this a COVID show? Yes. Initially. Okay. So watched it here, watched it in the bubble. There was a season finale. I remember, I think this was the night actually, maybe before game six, I'm in the bathtub. I'm doing my gel nails because I had a full UV lamp. I'm like doing, I had a full spa going in the bubble And I hear faintly in the distance, out of my relaxing tub, Ted Lasso. I'm thinking, surely he's not re-watching an episode. Probably not a commercial. He's watching the finale. And in his defense was, you didn't even want to watch the show in the first place. That's fine. I will never watch Ted Lasso ever again. Don't you present my defense. Let me present my own defense. I gave up on Ted Lasso. So everyone that had their emotional, my sister, who's not even a big sports fan, she plays fantasy football and watches your games and all that. But like, you wouldn't think she would watch Ted Lasso. She was like, I need to talk to Justin. I just finished it. I was crying. It was a roller coaster. And I have no idea because I was left out. So that's fine. Ted is your thing. You have Ted. What would you like to add to this? Let me present my case here. 
present. Courtney's the type of person that has to prepare and be ready and everything has to be like lined up for her to want to watch a show. So like it wasn't the first time I was like, hey, we need to watch the episode or the finale of Ted Lasso season two, by the way. This wasn't the first time I was like, hey, let's watch the finale. Hey, let's watch the finale. Hey, let's watch the finale. But you need everything to be kind of like Mm. perfect and you have to be prepared Mm. and you have to have the right mindset to watch shows. So it's not that serious. I was just like, you know what? It's got to be watched. It's not that serious. I don't want to be tired because sometimes you're like, oh, we should watch this. And I have one eye open and I'm about to fall asleep and I know it's not going to go well. Well, and I also have to be. If I am going to have dinner, I have to have my food ready to go before I take the first bite. Like the show has to be playing. Those are my only two (laughs) real things. There's nothing, I don't really, I don't think I save it for like a special occasion. I just don't want to be tired. That's probably Well, I think this is, I think this is another issue is like when we have a show that we're set to binge watch, right? So we have a ton of episodes in front of us. I like to knock out like, three or four episodes at a time, but mm. you watch one episode, maybe two, and you're like, I'm tapping out. I'm ready to go to sleep. And I'm like, how can you possibly fall asleep right now? You like, know, that I is literally- a perfect, perfect segue into my next situation, which was actually what brought me to this whole topic. So thank you Wait. for that beautiful segue. Are we Wait, done with Ted Lasso? A, is this another complaint or is this the same? No, it's what actually was my initial point, but I started with the Ted Lasso. How big of a piece of paper oh. did you draw the hat? Oh, <laughs> also I can add when you watched, what was that movie with Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper? Oh yeah, I know what you're talking about. Wait, why can I not think of it? Uh, la la la, I can't think of I just keep either. thinking I'm of blanking. the song. I'm blanking. Whoa, <laughs> people are probably screaming it. What is the name of it? Anyways, um, I wanted to watch that movie. Obviously, I'm a big music, like singing, musical theater person. And I, I have to Google this. want to say I was crafting somewhere at a friend's house or I was at a workout class or something. And I come home and that movie's on. And I don't want to spoil it, but I witnessed a very horrific scene. And he goes, well, I can stop it and like rewatch it with you. No, I'll never Sha- see it. Shallow? Is it shallow? Was no, Shallow is the song. Yeah, What's, what's the, name the name of the movie? movie? Oh, yeah. Why? I, I can't even Google like, right, uh, right now. Yeah, you're terrible. <laughs> oh, uh, Star is Born. There we go. Star is Born. Yeah. Yes. Well, I, d- I was guilty on that one. No, I that was just... a bad one. That was not a movie that you should have even like been really. I know you love musicals and like all of that i but like bradley cooper too yeah i do too justin i do too but uh i heard it was great a lot of awards um <laughs> a lot of a lot of have you still not me. watched it no i will never watch it oh it's the spite uh well. yeah i hold a bit of a grudge okay so anyways <laughs> we were watching a show and i don't know if the show is relevant because if i mention yeah no I'm not going to mention it because people are, the new season's like not that old. So people are probably watching it. So we're binging a show, I guess. Sure. And watching a couple episodes. I think this was right like towards the beginning of the off season. And 
we get to, I think we had, no, it wasn't going to be the season finale. We had a couple episodes left and I am falling asleep. And I just say, I can't keep watching. I can't keep my eyes open. And this kind of goes in my rule of, I don't think people should have a TV in their bedroom, but Justin loves the bedroom TV, which actually we haven't watched TV since we've been back in LA for the last, we've only been in LA for like a hot minute, but I don't think we've watched TV in our room since one time, like this whole off season. Yeah. Yeah. That's how it should be. So I say I'm falling asleep, babe. Like let's, you can put on something else. I fall asleep unknowingly. (laughs) Justin charges through. I think I watched like three episodes. (laughs) Someone very important. No. Okay. So the next day. What show is this? I don't even remember. (laughs) I'll tell you off camera because I don't, I'm going to mention like a big deal. Oh. Um, So the next day I'm like, okay, I guess I'll watch it. I didn't have like a lot of spite. I actually wanted to see it through. And I turned on the episode. I start watching and you're like, oh, I saw this last night. I'm like, wait, you kept watching? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, but just watch. I can watch it again because like I, I was tired. So whatever. I'm watching and spoiler alert, which is what I affectionately call Justin because this guy cannot keep a single secret in his entire life. He will tell you if I'm like taking someone to a restaurant and they bring out like bikini women and like desserts with cotton candy and all these things. And there's like fanfare. He'll be like, oh my God, you're going to love this restaurant. So at the end, they surprise you with these like bikini clad women and they bring out this cotton candy dessert and it's going to blow your mind. And then this falls out of the ceiling. Like you're going to love it. I hate that. I love the element of surprise. (laughs) So while I'm watching this episode, (laughs) I could be, and (laughs) I'm watching and spoiler alert is just to my side here, like, oh, babe, you're going to want to pay attention here. Hold on. Someone's going to die here. I never once said someone's going to die here. I said, you want to pay attention to this part <laughs> because you're like a casual watcher. Like you kind of like. I was on the edge of my seat. No, I think it's, I think it's the same way you read. I think like you read so fast. There's no way you're actually reading all the words. No, the it's page. a skill where you read you're the just first. Like, zoo, 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 and you're like on to the next page. And I think that's how you watch TV. You're kind of like hearing what's going on and you're like glancing up and glancing down, but you're not like, like I'm like locked into the TV and you're kind of like, oh yeah, 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 yeah. And then you're like, oh, it's okay. I can rewind if I miss something important. I'm like, no, like I don't want to miss anything and have to rewind. The post TiVo DVR streaming age, like people are back, like back in the day, it was, we talked about this with a lot of things. Like you watched it, if you missed it, it was I just wanted to make sure that you we're paying attention for that particular part because it was an important part of the show. You do read really, like, really slow. Well, I... You yeah. read every word. I read every word, but then, like, every sentence is, like, resonating. Like, I don't... I'm, like, a context clue. Think. I do. I read, like, first and last sentence of a paragraph, and then I just guess what was probably yeah. in the middle, and I, I just go on. I'm, like, the perfect <laughs> audiobook candidate because, like, yeah. I have to go back and, like, read things. I think your mom said she kind of does the same thing. Like I go back and I'll read stuff like twice because I, I start like thinking about one of the sentences. And then as I'm like reading through, yeah, I'm still I'll do thinking that. about the first sentence. And I don't know. I, I don't read fast at all. It's probably go. why I don't read a lot of books because it would take me so long. to read a book. <laughs> No, it's, I mean, it's just a difference of style. Like if I'm reading like a, something that it's just whatever, like someone hands me something, it's like, okay, I can like skim it. 
But if it's something I needed to like retain for college, I'm, I definitely have to go back and read it like three or four times because I'm in the habit of picking out words and then just going fast. I'm like, oh crap, I actually have to remember that. So. You read so fast. And yeah. yeah. It's normal. You are a bully to me though when I'm reading <laughs> stuff. You're like, are you still reading? Can you like. Well, I'm ready to scroll. I'll show him an email <laughs> yeah. and I'm like ready to scroll. And I'm like sitting there, it's like my arm's falling asleep. I'm like, oh my gosh. You're like, let me let know, me just let tell me know you. when you're done reading and like, so you can scroll down. Let me just tell you what yeah. it said. Okay. So am I wrong that I was upset that Justin charged through our show? If you and your partner or your roommate, friend, whatever, decide to watch a show together, are you like team show? Like we're going to like, if you have to fall asleep if I fall asleep, if you're on the road, we've talked about that before. Like, oh, we'll have to start the show and we'll watch it when you're back in town. Some of them we've been like really antsy to watch the next episode. So we've actually said, oh, I'm going to watch it tonight. I think it was maybe like, I don't know, like Million Little Things or one of those where it was like, oh, okay, let's Million watch Little it. Things. Funny you bring that one up. Can we talk about a Million Little Things real quick? Uh, that's like a personal preference. That has well, nothing to do with this argument. We yes, it are, does. We actually because have to move on. I still haven't watched the finale to Million Little Things because Courtney is too upset to watch it and she knows something bad is going to happen. Of course. So she gonna... doesn't want to watch the episode, but then I'm in a bad place because if I watch it without her, then she's going to be mad at me for watching it without her. No, so I actually like, told okay. you you can watch that one. Uh, I don't want to know what happens. That's one of those like, yeah, sure, you say that, but then, yeah, I don't know. Okay, so as Justin in the wrong for watching the episode and then sitting there and giving me like, okay, be ready for this. This person's about to like drive off a cliff. I'm not like Did that tell you anything. what show it was? You remember what show? I'm not spoiling anything. I know, but I wanted to experience it with you. I still don't remember what show you're talking about. <laughs> maybe you weren't, maybe you didn't really watch it. I don't know. We've watched so much stuff. So. Yeah. I mean, not really, but. Anyways. Okay, so tell me if I'm in the wrong or if Justin's in the right. I don't know. Wouldn't that be the same thing? <laughs> but yeah, I I think when it comes to shows, I just think there's ones that you watch on your own and there's ones that I watch on my own. And then sometimes you're like, wait, you watched The New Housewives without me? I was like, no, that's not a you show. That's a me show that you just happen to sometimes be here for. Right, but I'm always sitting down and when you have it on, it's like, okay, whatever. Yeah, that's true. My to my argument is like I sit down and I've never once sat down and you're watching The Housewives or you're watching Married at First Sight or whatever said, can you change the channel? Like, can we watch something else? I've never once said that. So I have really good taste. In I always let you watch your shows, but vice versa, if I'm watching something that you don't want to watch, you say, why are we watching this? Let's I, I put something on that I want to watch. Just saying. I'm like not fun to live with, right? <laughs> no, I, I'm just. Uh, I'm I just. A, I can. I can adapt. Yeah, that's I'm fine true. watching anything. Bless you. Yeah, you're, I know. You're very spectacular. <laughs> you're very in particular. About spectacular and particular. Spectacular and specific. I was the youngest of three, and my mom and dad were big TV people. So growing up, like I had zero choice about what I watched on TV, except for like the 15 minutes in maybe like elementary school, and I like got home before when my brother and sister were in middle school. Yeah. 
And so I just, it's like video games and stuff too. Like I, when I have my <laughs> chance, I got to take it. You told so. me a funny story this off season that I hadn't heard about video games that you would get home like 20 minutes before your brother and I hope he's you, not listening because this is something he would get actively mad at in this very moment. He he's gonna get mad at this. <laughs> you would get on the video game and play it, but you would turn it off early enough to where the game would cool down. Mm-hmm. So when he got home, because he would actually go and check the console and yeah, see if it was hot or not. It was because he had. Sorry, Ryan, I sold. So we <laughs> had we had games that were our family's games for super Nintendo. But my brother, for whatever reason was the one that got Mario Kart. I don't know. It was like, I remember him buying great game. Remember the day he bought it at Kmart and I'm thinking like, well, I'm going to like this game too. But Ryan was very much like, this is my stuff. So he would get off the bus. I honestly want to say like not much longer than me. So I got to play like maybe (laughs) a couple then I have to take it out. I'm like sitting there like <laughs> fanning the Mario Kart because he would literally go. It's like in heavyweights when like Ben Stiller's character is going around and like checking all the like bunk beds for s- secret snacks yeah. and like listening for things. Like it was definitely like, okay, I have to make sure I she got a sneak half a sneaky. She got a half a game of Mario Kart in a day because she had to turn it off. <laughs> one, one try at Rainbow Road and I was back. Oh, man. I was back, but... Yeah, Anyways. so I think that's why I'm the way I am. But I appreciate I when you, you. want to watch a just <laughs> the way you are <laughs> swipe with me. I know you secretly love it though, because sometimes you're like, I can't believe Dorit was doing that. And I was like, Oh, you were paying attention. I love that for you. I mean, it's like real stuff that's happening, kind of. <laughs> yeah, it's real life. It is. It's kind of the days of our lives. Uh, okay, so we have to get everyone up to speed on. The foundation. We had our big fundraiser last week, and this is when I realized I can try to be the biggest control freak on the planet for everything that I do, and I sometimes will lose and not be able to control. We had what was supposed to be our big eighth annual Justin Turner Golf Classic, which ate another holy wow moment. Right. Seems like yesterday we had the first one and the weather decided that the eighth annual was going to be pushed <laughs> Not gonna happen. a little bit out. Uh, I became so a couple of weeks out, uh, my friend Carla mentioned the weather and I just immediately thought, how do you already know the weather? Do you have a farmer's almanac? What are we going off of? Because I know the weather and it is always changing and always I we've had so many events and honestly we do say every year when we finish the golf classic wow we were so blessed to have a perfect day I think there was maybe one year where it was a little cold and they needed so like a frost on the last course year. or something last year was like actually, a 30 minute delay and that was it it was actually kind of nice because yeah. we had we have so many like activations in the morning and a full breakfast and the cappuccino man's out there and we have the swag line and all that swag line. That sounds like yeah. more fun than it is, but uh, <laughs> it's pretty every- <laughs> everyone got a chance to go. Actually, I think that might've been the first time you ever made it to the driving range. It was the first year I got to hit balls on the driving range. So yeah. that de- like, even with the delay, we're like, God, we're so lucky every right. year. Right. And even our 5k, well, two years ago, the ones that were with us, in LA there was that was hot that was hot 
but we made it through. Right. It wasn't rain and nothing was canceled. Roads, roads weren't closed. Speak, court. Uh, but Boston, <laughs> our 5K this year, they were worried about rain and kind of hinting maybe we should cancel this. Perfect day. Like beautiful weather to run and walk in. And so we're getting closer and closer to the tournament and it's just looking like we are going to have, what was, what were they calling it? Like a boom cyclone, something that was very scary. There was a bunch of names like boom cyclones (laughs) and pineapple express. That was the Hawaii storm. I think there were a few like funky names for it. It was weird. Stuff that you just don't hear in Southern California. Yeah. You know, you're like, and then you think, is this going to be, because obviously our tournament is in Westlake, Thousand Oaks area. So there is the risk of. The mudslides there and storms like affecting kind of that like hillside area of of, of LA. Is that still LA? It yeah. is LA. Yeah. yeah. It's like right on the border. Yeah. LA, Ventura County. Yeah. And so we're getting closer and closer and I'm becoming a meteorologist. I'm <laughs> learning. Well, I think growing up you see percentage of rain and you think, oh, that's the percentage it's going to rain. That's actually not what it means. It means like the percentage of the area that's going to see rain at some, I don't know. It's all a lie. Everything you were taught. <laughs> was a lie. I was obsessed. Like it was the point where my phone, like I would open it and it was just auto populating, like going right to the weather app. It knew I was insane. I had four different weather thing, a weather channel, at AccuWeather. I had my radar app. I don't even, I had all these different Apple weather, everything. And they were all telling me the same thing. We I feel like people might be thinking that you're effed. exaggerating right now. And absolutely not. not. I like, she no. was psychotic about checking the weather. I'm like, stop. Stop checking the weather, please. Like you're making me more anxious about it. We but were she couldn't help it. We were kind of joking about those planes that like can chem, reverse the chemtrails or whatever. Yeah. I was like, it can oh, man. reverse what is it? Reverse a drought or like Yeah. So, I, I don't, don't know. know. I'm like sure and then I'm looking up I mean, I don't know. Weather in the Midwest is obviously very extreme. We're just in an, in the northeast for the season, very extreme weather. Sometimes I think as much as I've lived here for half my life, weather can be viewed as sometimes more than it actually is. <laughs> Especially here. Not yeah. saying we're all soft, but like kind of like it drizzles a little and it's like 10 and two on the wheel. Like people are not going to know how to drive today. So I was hoping it was going to be one of those. Um, yeah. And we just, so much goes into it and everyone I mean people fly in for it and it's just a big thing and there's no moving it you know there's no oh we'll just do it next weekend because you're reporting and everyone well you can't do it the next day either because the golf course is only closed on Mondays for events like this and then Tuesday through Saturday or Sunday it's open to the members so like Monday is literally the only day you can do it fast forward a week I'm out of town. Everyone's out of town because the season starts. So can't have a Justin Turner golf classic without a Justin Turner. (laughs) I mean, you could, I'm sure, I'm sure it would happen, but wouldn't be as fun. Yeah. So uh, there were decisions. I don't know. The course was saying on Thursday, like, oh, we need decisions on X, Y, and Z. And we're like, okay, let's hold out. It keeps changing, but it just wasn't getting any better. Yeah, it was... It was wild. And and I've been a part of a handful of games in MLB that have been canceled early for weather. And then 
the next day. Uh, we had a playoff game. What year was that in, in D.C.? I want to say 2015. Yeah, 15 or 16. We were in, in Washington, D.C. And yeah. they canceled a game the day before because we were supposed to get terrible weather. And the next night we were eating dinner outside on a patio. Not a drop of rain came. We could have totally played. It screwed up the whole schedule because then we had to yeah. fly after the game the next day and play. We got into L.A. like super early in the morning and had to play that night because it's playoffs and they can't change the games. Yeah. So I'm like trying to convey this or I'm trying to tell this to the people at the golf course. I'm like, I know like you guys are keeping this course and at like we got to keep it in good shape, right? We can't destroy the golf course just to get our golf tournament in. I totally understand that. I was like, but don't cancel it early. Like let's just wait it out maybe this thing misses us or blows through or, yeah. or something and we can still get it in. And they, I mean, I mean, they ended up being right. It, we had no chance. It was like awful storm. Terrible awful. storm. Like, <laughs> the night before was crazy. And that, and that was the hard part for a lot of court, like looking at the forecast was for many days, Monday was supposed to be fine. But Sunday, mm -hmm. the whole time was supposed to get rain. And the golf course told us like, hey, look, like it's not about Monday. It's more about Sunday. Sunday's our day. So yeah. if we get more than two inches of rain on Sunday, uh, you know, some of the cart paths are going to flood. There'll be trees and debris down. There'll be standing water on the greens and we won't be able to get it off on Monday. So like Sunday is the day that needs to be clear. And I don't think there was a single moment that you check the forecast that said it wasn't going to rain on Sunday. It just yeah. kept going from like seven inches. Then it would get down to like two or three inches and we're like, Oh, maybe there's hope. And then it's back up to five inches. And I don't know how much it rained on Sunday night, but it felt like, Oh, so wasn't many that, inches. Wasn't that when UCL, UCLA said they got like 12 inches on yeah, campus? Yeah, they Sunday, have right? a rain collector on campus. They said they needed to go back and check their <laughs> I was like, oh. data. They said one of them read 12 inches, but... That could was be it wrong. a guy or a girl that was reading that? I don't know. Our, <laughs> our, <laughs> okay. our, we did have our kick Took up, you a minute but, to read that one, huh, baby? Yeah, no, it, it takes me longer to read than you. Um, <laughs> I don't even know what I'm saying. Oh, I, we did have our kickoff party Sunday night, and I'll tell you, it, it felt like it rained more than 12 inches. Oh, I thought you were going to say was, it felt like uh, the party of the century. It was incredible. It, it was the party of the century, but it did feel like it rained more than 12 inches out there. It was dumping. Yeah, we had some people coming into town. We talked to the course. They basically said, okay, we can pivot and kind of do like a skeleton like of the tournament. Basically, like people come up, they like we have the lunch and then ever, but it was kind of like, we don't want to just do it just to check a box. Like we started getting feelers from people and they're like, we would definitely come back. We understand if you have to postpone it, it's something you can't control. Sorry, Courtney. I know that probably is driving you nuts. Um, we also didn't want people to drive all the way out to Sherwood right. in that weather. And cause there was a point of, lunch. Oh yeah, let's see how it looks in the morning. And that was like, right. no, we don't want people to like get up at 6am and then come there. And then it feels like we inconvenience them and then they have a bad taste in their mouth and it just is not a positive experience. So we're like, okay, let's, have the party. We actually got word like right as the party was starting that it was a no-go. Like they were like, okay, the storm's coming in. It's going to be bad. So it was like, okay, now it's like telling all these people. So it's like, we're going to see a lot of people at the kickoff party, but some people aren't. So it's like, 
kind of getting everyone doing like sponsors, golfers, vendors, like you think of volunteers who are coming up to help us out. Yeah. It was media. Like I already had media confirm. So I'm like writing them because it's like their producer emails me, but then they're sending a reporter. So it's like, how do I reach? So there's just so many moving parts, but Haley crushed it, helping us reach out to people and yeah, just like playing phone tag and emailing and making sure people see it. And I think only one person, which I did reach out to them, showed up that morning and they were like, it's fine. We want to, we figured it was canceled, but we just wanted to like come up and have breakfast at the hotel. And yeah, hang I think out. They might've just wanted to, to play hooky from work. And yeah. There was one person that I think Haley reached out to that showed up to, but they ended up coming over and yeah. having lunch with us. So but the party was amazing. We do, if you guys don't know, a big dinner. We have casino tables there. We have a big auction. Um, what else? Photo booth, Live cigar music, roller. Yeah. yeah, DJ. It's just a really, it started out like a little dinner for people that were going to be in the area for the golf tournament at the hotel that we do our room block at. And it's just kind of grown to like, it's not more fun than the tournament, but it's such a good it's setting. a kickoff party. It's yeah. called the kickoff party. It gets yeah. everything going. Um, so we kicked you know. it off, but then yeah. we the game ended <laughs> right after the yeah. kickoff. But <laughs> it was our most successful one to date. So that's amazing. There was an email I got as I'm leaving and coming up to the party of someone that just said, hey, the weather's really bad. We're not going to risk it. And we're not going to head out. And I just thought, oh, gosh, like this is when the dominoes start to fall and then people start to cancel and you're like, Oh gosh. And you can't blame them. Obviously you just right. at the end of the day, I want everyone to be safe and um, people that could make it because the hotel is right there. So it's like, if they can just bop over safely, like we had shuttles going and everything to make sure everyone was taken care of, but you don't, you're not going to be mad if someone can't go, but you're just thinking like, Oh gosh, how many people are going to show up? And then we were like, honestly, like shoulder to shoulder when we got there. So right. like, Oh my gosh, they're here. And everyone was very understanding and super supportive and everything worked out. So I think we did our best auction yeah. ever too. So um, we had a live auction and Matt is always our awesome auctioneer who yeah. breaks the ice and uh, <laughs> he had, he had some good, he tries to compete with my one liners yeah, and he comes yeah. prepared. I don't have to write mine down and, and they just happen like on the fly, but he does. He does good work for sure. <laughs> and he's just he's just unbelievable. Yeah. MLB ball hawks on uh, on Instagram. You probably see him. He's catching a ton of home run bat uh, home run balls and batting practice at Dodger Stadium. And he's always around. He's awesome. He's one of our favorite supporters. So yeah, thanks, thanks Matt. Thanks, Matt. Yeah, no, it was a lot of fun. We had In and Out out there, which is always we have a good dinner. But then the In and Out truck rolls up and. Shout out to whoever their tent company was because right. they had, they posted up right in front of the venue and then they get the awning out and they have this tent and that thing honestly would have withstood the Wizard of Oz tornado. It was <laughs> unbelievable. Didn't budge. And they were doing run, like taking orders and running everyone's burgers back and forth. I mean, just the best. They are... Yeah, because usually everyone goes out there and, and orders food and is hanging around the truck. They and started that way, and then they came in with the kiosk, and she had a little, right. <laughs> it was almost like a little drive-through setup. Yeah. And taking everyone's orders, and they were running back and forth, and just an awesome crew. I honestly, everyone you meet at in and out is just the best. They're just so jolly and helpful, and they, <laughs> they get it right. 
They do. They not do. hating on my other restaurants <laughs> and drive-thrus, but I got to check that bag at other places, and I, I nope. never have to check it there. It's just unbelievable. Yeah, so they're great. Shout out to In and Out for helping us out. But yeah, just a good night. Obviously, moving that we're well, moving the tournament to the fall, kind of our only option, but it's going to be great. Yeah, we'll run it back again. And then do you turn around and do another tournament in January? Or are we like waiting to see? What? <laughs> I think we do another one. So you can't stop at the eighth. No, we gotta we gotta get nine in so we can <laughs> have a ten. You gotta have nine before you can have ten, and and we really want to make sure we get to ten. I think ten is gonna be a fun one. So I have a few things in mind, but yeah. I'll keep that to myself. Okay. Um, speaking of travel, everyone coming in, um, we have to tell the story. I've been sitting on this one. I'm ready oh, to talk about it. Yeah. Uh, wow. Uh, do you do you want me to start us off? Do you want to set I'll, the why we were in New York or set the mood here? Okay. So, as everyone knows, I'm a big dolphin fan, and uh, we the football team, not the animal. I I do like the animals too. Um, <laughs> but we ended up staying in Boston for a couple months when the season was over, and. The Dolphins were playing the Jets on Black Friday, day after Thanksgiving. First um, ever Black first Friday time game. ever there was a Black Friday game in New York. And we were like, oh, this you know could be cool. We'd jump on a short flight down to New York, go catch the game, um, be a part of history, yada, yada, yada. And Who it, could say no? Yeah, it was great. Dolphins won. Um, unfortunately, they lost one of their best players. Jet and Phillips went down with an Achilles, so it was sad about that. Um, the trip was for the most part, great. We were supposed to meet up with our friends, Kat and Tyler after the game, but it actually took us like two hours to get I don't know how Jets fans, how do you guys do it? Tell me what your secret is. Do you just move there for the night? Do they have lodging? I don't know how you get out of the stadium. It literally took us two hours to get back into Manhattan. And we had to go, what's the mall called? It's like the great outdoors or whatever. What is that called? American Dream, something like that. Oh yeah, isn't yeah, yeah, it yeah, like yeah. the new mall in? It's right across the street from the stadium. Yeah, we had to walk across the bridge, get into that garage. I thought we were in like a tunnel. Then we had to go in the tunnel. We called our Uber. Our Uber was like, "Hey, it'll be way faster if I don't go in the Uber lot. If you can just jump in the car on the on like, the freeway on the freeway." Yep. And He's like, he, there's a slight we, guardrail. You're gonna have to hurdle. You yeah. seem athletic from your photo on your profile. <laughs> Just. I, don't think, I don't think he said that, but did he say that? No. No. Okay. Anyways. I don't have yeah. my body in my profile. Just to, just to <laughs> clarify, there was, the traffic was hardly moving. So even though this was a freeway, there, we, the cars weren't going anywhere. So eventually the guy gets up. We had to jump over the guardrail. Like, we literally. Went, it was like, like put one your lane foot in, in my hand and let me like hoist you over the guardrail. One lane in, jumped in the car. We're like, oh, sweet. Like this is going to save us so much time. And then it still took us two hours. So we didn't even get to go to dinner with Kat and Tyler. But, but then we looped around and it was one of those where we, I think I we're know. in the exact same spot. Yeah, we it, it was crazy. I don't know how... Yeah. It was just not enjoyable. Like I'm just it, glad they won because right, it's right. always the worst when you're in that scenario and you're like, gosh, like came all the way here, team lost. Like, I mean, it definitely happens, but it we're still like, okay, 
good night. And it was yeah. freezing. I think we definitely should have just taken the train or something. Or like set up, like I arranged a maybe like pre-reserved. But those that people, wouldn't even have mattered. We got in the car. It didn't yeah. even take us. Because people were coming up, the like car. doing the do you need a ride thing, and you're like, well, I don't want to get murdered, so I don't know. Like, do I need a ride? Right. Like, you just never know. Like, there's just random people like coming up saying they have a car and they have this, and I'm like. Yeah. Ah, seen I lifetime. mean, we got in the car relatively fast. It didn't take that long to get yeah. in the car. It was the car ride that yeah. was unbearable. Like, honestly, I don't know. If the Dolphins, I guess, are playing in the Super Bowl at MetLife, that would be <laughs> the only time I ever go back to that stadium, I think. I don't know. Maybe people go to their car and, like, fire up the tailgate again like and just I, hang out, take a nap in their passenger seat. I have no idea. Going back to the Manhattan is not the answer. <laughs> No, I could promise you that. No, we'll re, we'll figure out logistics. Anyways, first that, time that wasn't even the story. That no. wasn't the trauma. No, the, the trauma came later. The trauma so, was. I'll let you go. You, so you can tell us. we, I don't know. I think we just wanted to get back to Boston to get back to the dog. So we booked like a pretty early flight. It was like an eight thirty nine o'clock flight, and there was talk of changing it. There was a ten thirty. That I was like, okay, we'll get on that. But now we're like, let's just get home to the dogs. It's fine. Like we we went to bed early. Everything's everything's good. So we get to airport. Everything's perfect. We're early per usual on the flight, and <laughs> courts early. We got there like three minutes before. We're in a row of two, right? Yeah. It's like a two, three plane. Yeah. I think so. Like two on the way. Yeah. So we're on the left side of the plane. No, it was two, two, two on each side. Oh, it was a little one. Yeah. Okay. So we are all clear for takeoff. For whatever reason, I'm like, Justin, make sure your seatbelt is on. Because like sometimes he's forgetful about, not in the car, always in the car. But like flights, I think it's like, I don't know. Well, on our charters, no one wears a seatbelt. Like guys are standing, guys are standing in the aisle, like playing cards while we're like taking off and stuff. Scary. I know. Well, maybe not after that incident where the... The door fell off. Door blew off that I plane. Know. I think I everyone's know. like, yeah, holding, I'm, I'm white knuckling the on uh, three seat belts now. Hundred <laughs> percent, white knuckling the uh, armrest. Uh, so we're cleared for takeoff. We're going. I, the plane's kind of old. I'm noticing like a lot of crumbs and like all the crevices, and I'm a little grossed out, but not the issue. So we're cleared for takeoff. <laughs> you didn't notice that the plane was like it felt like you were in like the 80s so tired like I think I was like oh here we go and I close my eyes and I'm like yeah so everyone I think around us is sleeping okay so we get we're clear for takeoff we're going accelerating about to take off and we just hear how do you even describe the noise I don't even I don't know if there was like an initial noise but all of a sudden like everything there was definitely like a like a hit like a thump yeah I don't and then my eyes were closed I think I was like already like half asleep but then I started hearing the vibration for sure I didn't hear the initial noise vibration sometimes you'll hear it a little when you first take off and it's the rattling of the overhead bins uh this was not that like the whole plane became a vibrator like it was like it was just going and we're kind of, we look at each other and we're like, and Justin goes, well, I hope that doesn't last the whole flight. Yeah, and we're kind of looking around. There was another guy that I think was maybe a pilot or a flight, a, a flight attendant that he was in the, the row. Airline, yeah. He so was wearing like the crew. He had his gear. lanyard on. Yeah. yeah. I don't know exactly what his role was, but we're kind of looking around and everyone's like sleeping. I'm like, I've flown a lot and this is feels 
weird and you're waiting to hear like the ding that lets you know like the good ding i don't know what the ding is the ding ten thousand. the ding is you can take your seatbelt off and you're Uh, not necessarily the ding i think is ten thousand and like wi-fi and you can like can you get up at ten at the ding yeah usually that's saying like you're clear to like go use the restroom or okay yeah i don't even sometimes i have to pee so bad i don't even wait for the ding but we're looking around and then we're not like normally you have the like where you're going up. We're not going up. And on the little monitor, it says your altitude. And we're staying right around 2,000. Yeah. If anyone that flies knows, the goal is 30,000 actually <laughs> for a cruising altitude. We're not getting there. So we're just like staying kind of flat. And then you said, something's not right. And I'm like, that's when I felt kind of, okay, something is wrong, but no one's coming on and saying anything. No one's like, you imagine in a scenario where something's wrong, that there will be like an element of panic in the air, or you'll hear them on the phone or something. There wasn't any of that. It was just like almost like eerily quiet. Right. Yeah. Even though like the flight attendants weren't really like, no doing, they were just sitting there and I'm like, okay. And I'm looking at the guy next to me because he's got like credentials on. And I'm yeah, like, the guy with the lanyard probably knows if we should be scared right. or not. And I'm trying to get like some sense of like body language or something from him. And he's just like kind of looking out the window and looking out the window and looking straight ahead. Like he won't even look over at me. And I know he knows I'm staring at him. But like, <laughs> we're like, just like, something's he's wrong. He's like this guy in 22 piece. Right. Giving me eyes. And then we start like, like making like weird turns and like doing like a weird pattern. Right. And we're still haven't heard anything from anyone. No, it was probably almost 10, 15 minutes before they came on. Right. So what did you even before, even before they came on though? Oh yeah. You finally hear the ding. Right. And we're like, Oh my God. You hear, I love that Rigby just opened a door. He's like, yeah. I'm going to see myself. Out. <laughs> um, so you hear a ding and then it's a red light, correct? Above well, the pilot's it kept door. Going. It kept going. It was like seven of them. Yeah. The so ding was, was like, not a good ding. We were right. hearing bad dings, So, it, but they're all the same ding. It was like a, the dings are the same, but they were trying to tell us something different. But every time it went off, every time it ding, there was a red light flashing above, like right by the pilot door. And ding, red light, ding, red light, ding, red light, ding, red light. And I'm like, what is going on? Like, why is this happening? And then finally the last one, ding, and a green light turned on. And we start banking north. And I looked at you and I'm like, oh my God, I think they fixed it. Like whatever it was, they must have fixed it because now we're heading back towards Boston. The light turned green. Like I think we're good. Like, should be good but then what another three four minutes later they finally get on the pa or what do you call it the intercom and what did they tell us they said (laughs) hi everyone i don't know why i'm laughing it appears i know i have like very my emotions don't line up with like what i they should be so i get it they said we it appears that we struck a large bird when we were taking off on the runway, we don't know if there's any damage to the engine. 
but we're going to have to head back to New York. We will be on the ground in about 15 minutes. Yeah. Birds have turned on me suddenly. (laughs) And I'm like, there's no way. No, and then I'm thinking, okay, what kind of bird? Had to be a fairly sizable bird. And if you remember, Miracle on the Hudson was a, what do they call it? A bird, but what do they call it? Like a bird something. Bird strike. Bird strike. Bird strike. So when there's an incident with an airplane, there's a bird strike, like it can actually cause, obviously, a lot of damage. So what we didn't tell you about where we sat on the plane was we were in an exit row. (laughs) Justin likes his leg room, likes to stretch out. And they came by. And for whatever reason, this time when the flight attendant, when he asked me, are you willing and able to assist in the event of emergency and can you lift 40 pounds? I said, yes. And as the situation's unfolding, I'm thinking if there is damage to the engine, we are about to do a water landing. And I, I don't know if this is what you're supposed to do, but in my mind, I'm thinking I'm going to get all these people out of the plane. I don't know why I just like went into this mode of like, okay, like Justin and I are going to be the ones like we get the door, like pull it out, throw it out of the plane. And like, we're going to be doing like, get the inflatable. Everyone's going to have their seat cushion with them. And I'm just thinking, and I'm not even like, I'm just going to like, this is reality. Like we're going to be in that water. If this goes wrong, I text my mom. I think you try to text your mom, but it, we like barely had service. Cause my, my one to my mom went through. Yeah. I don't know if yours went through right no, away. I got through to my mom. Yeah, yeah. Cause we're like barely in the air, but I took it very seriously. And I don't know why I was like very calm. Maybe cause in my mind I knew that it, we weren't actually going to be in that scenario, but I don't know. Like there was, it's not really a lot of panic on that plane. What did you say? Like, I don't know. And then when you watch the video of the plane incident, obviously like much more serious, like a panel of the plane blew off, but you look and people are just kind of sitting there maybe because they're just trying to. I still think they had no idea what was going on. Like it was weird. Yeah. That no one was like, uh, you just what's assume someone's going to freak out Not and scream out like something like I'm freaking out. Like we're gonna, like, this is going to happen. Like, I don't know. But we, I, I, I went into the zone, honestly. Like I, and never. normally when you go through and you say, yeah, I'm going to do this. I'll help you. Like you really never think you're going to be in a scenario where you might be the person. But I honestly took, like mentally started to prepare. No, you have it to. was more than, men- you were verbalizing this stuff to me and I'm like, stop, we're going to land. <laughs> we're going to be fine. And you're like, no, we had like. You don't know. You're because like, I got to man the door. And I started like, f- familiarizing myself with the literature <laughs> I'm not joking. I like, know you're I was, not, and I don't know why I'm laughing. No, like, it was just serious, a really, it's but. one of those, like, obviously, if anyone's been in a scenario where you have to do emergency landing, you guys had one with the Dodgers where they, and that was actually probably really bad because you guys were leaving, I think you were leaving San Diego to go to Arizona. No, we were leaving San Diego to go to Texas, and we had to turn around and emergency land in LAX. So, uh, oh yeah, because you couldn't land back at San Diego San because Diego they have a, a curfew, curfew which yeah. you'd think that they would lift that for an emergency. But right. there was some part that went out on the plane. The stabilizer. And you text me, you said, babe, stabilizer broke, emergency landing with a sad face. And then your phone just had no service. I had service. no more service. Yeah, it was probably the worst text I ever sent. And this is before life. I learned of FlightAware, which I am now a psycho. And I, if I love you and I know you well, I will track your plane and your altitude and make sure every the flight path is going in the right direction. Yep. Um, 
welcome to my anxiety. Uh, and, but yeah, in this situation, like, obviously it's like, like you look back and you're like, what was that? Like we really struck a pelican or something. <laughs> and then we're just like floating around. If you go, like you go on flight aware and our flight path is actually like a square kind of, but we're doing these loops and we're just hovering over the water. And obviously they have to clear the runway. It's very busy airport thing. We're going, we're out of JFK, right? Yeah. 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 And it's just, well, I don't they know. Also, they also got back on the PA. Like this is probably six or seven minutes before we landed. And they said, Hey everyone, just a heads up out of precautionary or for precautionary reasons, don't be alarmed. There's going to be fire trucks and ambulances and police cars on the runway. When we land, it's only out of precaution. We're going to be fine. But it's like, when they say that you're like, okay, if there's nothing to worry about, then why are they loading up the runway with yeah. fire trucks? I think when there's any little right? thing, they have to and I'm just go like, through oh, protocol. Man. But yeah, right then we're like going through, it seems like forever. And then, yeah, I think we're in the air for 40 minutes maybe. And that's actually the flight time back to Boston. Right. So we're thinking, oh gosh, we should be back by now. Uh, and we land and everyone, there was no clapping. I wanted there to be clapping. I always do. But especially in this case, I wanted there to be a cheer. Um, but we make it back. And then just the swarm of like ambulances, obviously, is like a site and fire trucks and sirens and all that. And then they let us know they were checking out the plane. They thought it was going to be fine, but they weren't going to allow us to take that plane, which I wasn't going to allow myself to take that plane. <laughs> right. And so... They said, I think it was about nine, was it like 9.45 at this time? Yeah. They said, we're going to work to find another plane for you guys. We get off the plane. They give us a, voucher. are you sitting down? $12 <laughs> voucher. You know how much water is at JFK? $12. <laughs> so we're able to get a water to rinse away our fears and anxieties of a bird strike. And I... Justin and I made the decision to not wait to see on the other plane. I think the other plane we ended up, I ended up checking. It didn't take off until two o'clock or something. And I think the drive back to Boston's five hours. So we rented a car and decided to take a nice little drive back <laughs> to Boston and uh, not get on a plane. And I, it hasn't changed like my thoughts on flying or anything. I think in that moment it was, okay, yeah. we don't want to sit around. What if they don't get a plane for a while? And then, well, that day, then I, I could, look at like the yeah. tail number and it's somehow the same. And I'm like, I thought they said, are we going to take this plane? I don't know. I just didn't want to like get in my head too much. And we wanted to get back I to think, the dogs and, and I relax. Think that day, <laughs> I think that day it was okay. Like, you know what? Maybe a flight is not <laughs> the right choice if we don't have to. And we like road tripping anyway and driving. So we were like, okay, we're renting a car. We're driving up. Like road trip. Yeah. Stopping at Jersey Mike's. Say less, baby. It was a nice drive. It was nice. It was, it was fine. And yeah. we ended up getting back. And I think, yeah, we got back like an hour before they took off. So yeah, we won. I was expecting more maybe from the airline, but then I read, <laughs> um, I, I always read these articles, like the daily mail articles when these things happen and you read the one where the, the panel went off. I think they gave him like a couple hundred dollars. I don't think I wanted, I didn't want an, a voucher. I didn't want anything like that or like a refund. I think I just ended up getting the flight credit. I more so just wanted to know what kind of bird, like that was my big, like, and as I'm walking off the plane, I'm thinking 
I'm going to ask the crew what kind of bird, but then I didn't want to like trivialize the situation and make it seem like I wasn't serious. I just kind of, that was like my big question mark. They didn't really leave us with anything. There was never like any follow-up or anything like that. And I'm sure a lot of people were, I don't know, what if that was your first flight or you're scared of flying right. and it, it, obviously it's. I don't think that was anyone's first flight because. That ding is like in my head now. And obviously it's all, usually a good ding, but the ding, I hear it now and I just think. Every time I hear it, I look at the <laughs> cockpit door and I'm like, okay, like what, what color is that light going to turn? I didn't yeah. even know they had a red and green light by the cockpit door until this flight. Yeah, it's true. So. But we are safe. We're safe. I can't believe birds just like after everything we've been through. I know. I finally had a bird that tried to take me down, but. It's okay. It happened. I don't think they, <laughs> well, I don't think they have their life anymore. And it's obviously yeah, not intentional. I don't think they were like, let's go after this right. flight. But yeah. Speaking of birds. Well, hey, we're both wearing blue. We are. Do you think that was intentional? <laughs> I don't know. I actually came downstairs ready. I, I put this shirt on at like 730. Yeah, I did not put mine like on at 730. I put later. this on right now. Uh, <laughs> We are. Speaking of birds, you have a new team. And that was a beautiful segue. Yeah, I'm way like, to go. You're getting so good at this. Season five, you're now <laughs> Or season two. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm excited for you. You are now a member of the Toronto Blue Jays. Yeah, I'm excited too. So they have a really good, fun, young team with a lot of good pitching. And, They're going to keep um, you young, baby. Yeah. I'm literally, we looked at the roster uh, I think there's one other guy on the team born in the 80s. So, mm-hmm. yeah, um, and not close to your year. Thanks, Chris Bassett, for yep. I think he's 80. Me in my, he's 89. 89. Yep. Uh huh. Thanks for joining me in my decade of the 80s. But uh, yeah, I, think I it's honestly be fun. think that says more about you than it says about anyone else. And we always joke about it, but when they announced your signing for whatever, I mean, honestly, like you can make a play on the field. And it's like do a shot every time the broadcaster mentions like, how is this body? Like it, it's that tweet that, and I'm sure you've seen it a million times where it's like age is a number da, da, da. and then it's like in sports, like here's a walking miracle. Like this batter's 31 years old. Like how is right. he doing it? It's like do a shot every time you saw a tweet that said Toronto signs like oldest player ever. If, but- you, can find, if you can find an article <laughs> or a tweet from any news outlet that doesn't say 39 by the announcement. A reputable news outlet will send you a signed baseball. Like, seriously, it's like impossible. It's like, oh, Toronto Blue Jays signed 39 year old. Like, why didn't Honestly, it say I that about anyone else? It didn't say San Francisco Giants signed Jorge Soler, 32 years old. or how, like, No one else. Yeah. No one else. I get it. And it makes sense. I mean, there's, it's, you are defying the odds, baby, because right. you, I mean, you are blessed to be able to still be doing what you're doing at your age. And so it's like, we joke about it, but I think it's incredible and you take care of yourself and it's just a testament to all the work that you put in and all the preparation. I think people think the season starts this week and guys are showing up and maybe there are some guys that have shown up and they haven't swung about and they haven't done anything, but you started, I mean, right when the off season, I mean, you really don't ever stop. And I think that's like, you obviously take off from hitting, but it's like, you've been hitting for months now and you've been even in my little Indiana, you found your, yeah, my guys at triple crown. Yeah. And And then you're here with Doug at the ball yard. So, and you've been doing workouts training. I mean, you can't 
really just show up, especially at your age. I mean, oh now, you're, not- oh, now you're gonna do it. <laughs> wow. No, but I, it's like I always say, like it says more about you than it says about anyone else. Like obviously, it's easier to maintain and and do all that when you're younger, but it just shows like how much more you put into it and how seriously you take it, which you should. Obviously, you're right. at the highest point in baseball, and you should be well prepared and know what your body needs to do to to get ready. For all the Holden Court listeners, what she's trying to say is everything in my career took off when I met Courtney back in 2013, and that's why I'm still playing. She's taking all the credit. What year did we meet? We met in 2012, but my career started to take off in no baby end of 2013. No baby. It started going off right away. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, you're right. You get all the credit. You keep me young. I you hold me accountable. There is a direct correlation of around the time that we met, but right opportunity, baby. Right. Just need a chance. You always just need a chance. Uh, no, I'm excited though. We love Toronto. We actually had a really good. I went there a couple times. There was this little um, for the Boston fans that are still listening to the pod. There's a little airport in Toronto that you can fly. I think you can fly from New York too. And I loved flying in. I think it's Billy Bishop airport. It's Billy Bishop. Yeah. And it's actually on an Island. And then you walk through a tunnel and it's kind of cool. There's also a boat you can take. It sounds very wild, but it's pretty normal. It's pretty simple. It's way closer than flying into Pearson. Yeah. And then there was traffic so we're used to that being in LA forever, but I walked, I actually posted the video. I looked it up and it said 48 minutes to the hotel or a two and a half mile walk. I actually had my medium suitcase with me and a backpack. I might've had my, yeah, medium suitcase backpack. Thought I'm just going to walk. So I walked and it was probably more than 48 minutes, but so- I can't be in an Uber. But what I'm saying is it's very convenient airport. Very simple. It's one of those where you show up and there's a little lounge area and they just say, okay, we're going to board your flight now and you get on and you take off in a couple minutes. So it's very perfect for a last minute gal like me, but what, what is this judgment? What you're trying to say <laughs> is you looked it up and it was, it said a 48 minute walk or something. And the no Uber, Uber was 48 minutes. Oh, that's right. It was going to be in traffic for 48 minutes, but it was like, it was like 50 minutes to walk or something. Yeah. Right. And you were like, well, I, you despise sitting in Ubers anyway, so... What did Gabe Kapler's video say on Twitter? He said, if you look it up and you can, like, it says that it's only going to be this, like, you can do a... Yeah, I was just going off the Gabe Kapler method. Well, it could have been 30 minutes if you would have walked faster. And it was free. Like, the Uber is going to charge me to sit there. It might be, like, they won't turn the air on, and then I'm, like, having a panic attack. I don't know. Anyways... Billy Bishop, if you're going into Toronto, Billy yes. Bishop, you you can literally it it isn't a far walk from the airport to the stadium actually. No, so you can fly actually, in day of and just go right over to the. That game. was the other thing I found. It was less than a mile from yeah. Rogers Center, and I think I left you my bag, which was the convenience. But you could take your bag with you um, if you're coming in to visit. Right, and then I just did the mile walk there and walked through the tunnel and. I think I booked my flight. I think it was like a one o'clock game ended at 
four. I think I did like the five thirty flight and it was a dream. It was perfect. I yeah. walked right up, got on my flight. And you actually had time to find the giant rubber duck that Toronto had in the harbor before you went to Billy Bishop. I did. So. No, we love the city. We have a, our favorite, one of our favorite steakhouses is there. Yep. Um, it's just a cool spot. I'm excited to be there. The dogs had to get their, well, just Moon had to get a shot updated to be able to go there. I made sure to look that up right away because that seems to be everyone's like, well, they're like, oh, are you excited? You love Toronto? And then it's, are the dogs allowed to come with you? Which that was obviously a concern <laughs> of mine as well. It's super dog friendly. Yeah, but There's looked up um, so. what that's going to look like in getting them there and me getting them over the Canadian border. So they're all dialed in. They're set up to go and we're excited. It's going to be a change. Got to find a house and, and all that, but. We have some time. We got a couple of weeks in Florida. To Florida's set, so we're good there. Yeah. So, but. yeah. I'm sure we'll get into it more when you get to Florida. I get to Florida by car. You get there by plane. Everyone knows the routine. <laughs> I drive the dogs. I go to Bucky's. I do the whole deal by choice. He's not like, you have by to drive choice. all of our crap. No. He actually wants me to fly, but I choose to do the road trip, so... I'm sure once you get to Florida, you'll have more to update on team and well. If you if you invite me back to season five, episode (laughs) two, (laughs) I will be doing it from Florida. We actually have to have episode two because we're not gonna have time. We like there. There's just so much because we obviously haven't talked. We need to talk about the the fundraising debate, but I want to be able to spend a fair amount of time on that. So sorry that I teased that in the beginning, but we'll we'll have to get that. We'll push that to. We'll push that and then we'll of season five. (laughs) I still think it should be season two. I mean, I can go back and change it. I can't change the episode numbers, but on when I upload the episode, it always asks if there's a season and I've always just put no. I'm just kidding. No seasons. It's your show, baby. You do it however you want. (sighs) Is it? Yeah. Is it mine? No. All right. Well, that is going to do it for today's episode. A friendly reminder to subscribe. If you unsubscribed and left us in the last couple months, come on back. And we are now on YouTube. So I'll also be uploading the video episodes. You can watch us and see us while we argue with each other and recap our lives. (laughs) It's good to be back. So hope you guys enjoyed the show. It is good to be back. Well, thanks for listening and we'll talk to you all next week. See you. Bye. Boom. Bum 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 b